OmegaMetroid.com is here. We're so proud to finally share our website with you, giving Metroid fans a dedicated Metroid one-stop shop for the latest news, fan creations, walkthroughs, maps, and of course, the latest episodes of the Omega Metroid podcast. That's not all. If you'd rather listen on YouTube, you can check out episodes there. And if you really want to take your Omega Metroid experience to the next level, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get access to special Discord roles, a platform on the website to promote your projects, exclusive bonus shows, and so much more. Memberships start at just as little as $1 a month. OmegaMetroid.com is the source of all this great content. So whether you're a new Metroid fan or a series veteran, OmegaMetroid.com is the place for you. Check out OmegaMetroid.com today. The last Metroid is in captivity. The galaxy is at peace. Everyone and welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast here on OmegaMetroid.com. My name is Andy Spateri and I am joined by a first-time guest, the newest member of the Omega Metroid roster. You know her as Lilith. Lilith, how are you? All right. Um, thank you for having me. Um, I'm sorry. It was super awkward. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm super happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're excited to have you. If anyone missed it, we put out the... The presser over on Twitter that uh, that Lilith is is joining the Omega Metroid team. So yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be seeing a lot of Lilith, and we, we've seen a lot of her already on Twitter in, in the short amount of time you've been here. But we're really happy to have you. You have a you have a pretty you have a pretty knowledgeable background in, in Metroid. And if I if I can be honest with you, actually, I, I've never even told you this, but uh, I remember a year ago, or was it a year ago that, that you said like you know I'm, I'm stepping away from Metroid database, and I was like, man. I wonder if Lilith, if Lilith ever wanted to come back into the Metroid world. I'd, I'd love to have her on, on the team. But I was like, I'll, I'll give it a bit before I, I reach out a message. And uh, look at look at us now, doing a podcast together. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been really great. This has been, so far, it's been an absolute blast, honestly. I, I did step away for a little while um, and, you know, took care of some personal stuff. And I... I guess focused on myself or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i know that i'm super excited to get back in the swing of things so yeah yeah well we got a good show we are going to uh we're actually going to be answering some questions which i i love doing these shows because they basically do themselves so we asked everybody for super metroid questions but before we get there we have a little bit of plugging to do actually because next week as you may or may not know is episode 150 and so 50 episodes equates to about a year, so it's going to be like our three-year anniversary, and we're bringing back a special gimmick, a fan-favorite gimmick, in fact, that we did for episode 200 or 100 of, of the Zelda cast and Omega Metroid. We're bringing back Omega Metroid versus the Zelda cast trivia, and I, the Crooked Commissioner, am going to be uh, the master of ceremonies, and I'm going to be gonna be dishing out a little a little Metroid trivia, a little Zelda trivia, maybe I got a few other surprises up my sleeve but Lilith I actually I didn't know this about you until we started talking a couple weeks ago you're a big Zelda fan I am I I actually am that's my other big love my other big passion um Metroid and Zelda absolutely fight with each other like that in my soul so yeah absolutely me too like I it it actually pains me sometimes if people are like what's your favorite series and I'm just like like, I I can't answer that question sorry I I know (laughs) because like you know, if I'm on if I'm on the Omega Metroid podcast, I'm gonna say it's Metroid. If I'm on the Zelda cast, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Zelda, of course. Of um, course. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's uh, it's nice to meet someone else who like you know has has a foot in both camp. But so I, I love that a lot. But let's let's get to know you a little bit here, Liv. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay? okay. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. What is your favorite Zelda game? 
My favorite Zelda game. That is a very oh, oh, good... Oh, how about that? How about, like, your top five? Because I feel like a favorite Zelda game... You can, like, say Ocarina of Time or something like that, and everyone's great. just like, yeah, okay, that's great. Well, it's okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, okay, so top five. Definitely going to put Ocarina at the first. Um, of Probably course. Twilight Princess second. Um, Majora third. Um, uh, Link to the Past fourth. And then... I'm going to say Skyward Sword is probably going to be fifth. Okay, okay. Do you, so no Breath of the Wild. I'm uh, I'm it's... I'm sure I'm I'm not gonna say I'm shocked because we do the we do an annual Zelda list over at Zelda Dungeon and like there are some people that don't like Breath of the Wild because it's not like a Zelda game like a quote unquote right. Zelda game. Are, are, do you, would you fall into that camp? You think? I, I... Breath of the Wild is so much of a different animal to me. It's a Zelda game because I mean it, 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 it's it's Zelda, but I mean it's it does it's so different. It it's not even. I can't even begin to like compare it to any of the other games. Like it's right. it's just it's just it's different. Um, it's a different experience. When I play Breath of the Wild, I expect to be lost for hours. Like when I'm playing, when I'm playing like Ocarina, I know what I'm doing. Like I know where I'm gonna go. I know what I'm in for. But when I'm playing playing Breath of the Wild, I could be like, I'm gonna go to this spot, and four hours later, I'm like, not where you intended at all. Yeah, and I'm on the other side of the map. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're chasing some random Korok or something like that. That's yeah. interesting. Because I feel like uh, I feel like your your top games are like kind of the the generally accepted the best games. Although I'm not really a Twilight Princess fan, I have to say. But uh, I my list looks fairly similar to yours, except I would take out Twilight Princess and I would put in the Minish Cap. I love that little game. I love that oh, little game. Minish Cap. That's yeah. yeah. That's that. That's probably the next one on the list. Um, really? Okay. It's 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 one of my favorites because of the art style, direction, the music. It's just I. It's beautiful. It's, I, when I was a kid, I did a lot of, a lot of fan art for it. Oh. And like colored pencil on like lined paper in like middle school was my favorite stuff. So yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like we might have to get you uh, on the Zelda cast here in the, in the near future as well as Omega. Um, what well, are you? Okay. Let, let's keep this train going before we get to the super Metroid questions. You know, I'm going to keep putting you on the spot. What about Metroid? Like what's your give us your like the 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 ones you absolutely love the top tier ones and then i don't like i don't really have any metroid games that i like really really dislike well okay maybe like one one or two games that i like actively dislike but like there's like there's my favorite and then there's like the ones that are just like really good you know mm -hmm. okay so favorite is gonna be super metroid first and first game first yes. real game i ever remember playing ever um i know that game inside and out um, so, so this was a good episode to debut you on yeah no yeah. i was gonna say oh yeah no super metroid i got that that's totally fine <laughs> um and then there's metroid prime um and then probably zero mission mm. i played zero mission so many times that's one of my favorites to just be like oh i'm going on like a little car ride i can or like a small plane ride i can play mm -hmm. that yeah just you know get that and just squeeze out a quick mission real quick yeah um you know, there's fusion. Um, I'm gonna say something super controversial. I'm not a super big fan of Dread. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't know if I. I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that I played it maybe one time. Um. But yeah, no, it's just I'm not not a super big fan of Dread. Like, it's. I, it's I feel so... like that's not. Maybe maybe that is controversial, but like to me, it's not that controversial because I I've been listening to Dak for the last. Uh, what is it what year is it now like 18 months or whatever he he's not really like a biggest fan of metro dread either so i feel like i feel like i'm like kind of used to that by now right. so and i can understand why like the story maybe didn't hit uh all the notes that people were looking for my biggest problem with it is the music like i, I that's, yeah that's my biggest issue with them like what what is the... it's like... uh it's a little how do I Black put this? Beer. It's a little bland. Yeah. yeah. It's uh it's coffee, but it's missing a little sugar and a little cream, you know? Yeah, it doesn't have like that pizzazz or just that like I don't know, like it, it and none of the none of the areas got me with that like, you know, emotional hook that like you get with other Metroid games. Like I Yeah. Well, maybe I'll ad lib a question for you when we're doing super metric questions because Doom and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago about like uh, what music maybe could have helped out Metroid Dread a little bit. I was like, I was a pretty big proponent for like there should be like a remix of some sort in there. Like I think like having like a Meridia remix in 
the water area would have been awesome or, or something right. like that. But yeah, well, absolutely. we'll get to there. We have a lot of Supermetric questions to get to, actually. So so we better start rocking and rolling. Lilith, are you feeling good? Are you ready to uh, to talk about some Supermetroid? I am ready. Let's do this. Okay, well, let's get it started here. We have no time to waste. And Lilith, I will... Uh, yeah, you know what? The very first question I have is from you, actually. So let's just... I'm going to answer it, and then you can answer it, and then we'll go from there. So this is from Lilith. How does the staff feel about the floaty physics of the game? It seems to be a fairly dividing factor among the community, so I'm curious as to how you all feel about it. So I want to give my answer here. So Super Metroid was the first Metroid game I ever played. And so to me, I'm just like, that's great. I love how it controls. This is how Metroid should control. So when I play Fusion, and to a lesser extent Zero Mission... But definitely Fusion. I'm just like, Samus feels so heavy. It's like she's got lead in her pants or something. Like it, yeah. She just she feels heavy in that game to me. And I still feel that way all these years later. And, and it's probably because I play... I Like, I play a lot of Super Metroid. I'm not like a lot. I'm not like a play every day kind of guy. But like, I'll probably play like at least, I don't know, a couple times a year. Uh, just like a couple hours here and there. So like, I play a lot of Super Metroid. So to me... Those physics feel like completely, completely normal. Um, and I really like it because it's like you can almost like it almost feels like you're like defying gravity in some points and like how you jump and like the physics and like stuff that you can do. So I really love the physics of Super Metroid. I, I can understand maybe if you played a different Metroid game as your first 2D Metroid game, how that could feel a little like floaty. But I, I don't know. What do, what do you think? Um, I'm definitely, I would definitely have to agree with you. Uh, Super Metroid was my first Metroid game. So going from Super Metroid um, and then going to Fusion, it was it was crazy. I'm just like, this is bizarre. I don't like the fact that I can't hook back into the wall and jump continuously yeah. into oblivion. It's just like, why, why can't I do this? This is wrong. And so I, anytime I see somebody talking about how much they hate the floaty physics, I'm just like, you can just do so much with it. I love it. It's just, it's just, it's it's just it's it's good but i can absolutely see like how it can be so annoying to somebody that's so used to the weight and i don't know i but yeah no i'm biased i i'm absolutely biased i love i love the physics of super metroid um i, I agree <laughs> there is one thing though that i would that i would shout out as like a i don't think super metroid does this particularly well and that's the space jump i, I yeah. think like like other 2d games i i feel like the space jump is pretty flawless but i feel like the space jump in super metroid can be a bit finicky like sometimes instead of just pressing jump it's like you have to press that at the exact right time or like you kind of have to to waggle the the yeah it's like a little bit of like a like a, like a finagling situation yeah. you've got to go back and forth on the d-pad make sure you you put the input exactly yeah. right where you're gonna fall into it it's yeah no yeah i can see how that would be absolutely frustrating so i i will say i love the physics but i i do think that perhaps uh, they could, they could rework the the space jump if they were to ever do remake, which we're gonna get to. Um, okay, so the second question is from uh, our staff writer Gameworm. Shout out to you, buddy. Thanks for hooking me up with uh, Prime Hack. Um, did you ever discover the Shine Spark playing casually, and if so, did you find it useful at all? What are your overall thoughts on the first iteration of the Shine Spark, Lilith? Why don't you go first? What What do you think? I didn't find anything casually in Super Metroid. Um, when I was a kid, my parents had the um, the Nintendo Power Guide. I still have it in like a like a plastic slip. So oh. I researched that back and like to front and cover back and forth, and um, yeah, that's how I found out about that. Um, and that's one of my favorite. It was one of my favorite mechanics. Oh. I really wish that they would bring back the um, the health draining from it. Really? Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like the the danger of that. I guess I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, I it was it's super cool, and I, I remember as a kid telling people like, "Oh, Samus can do this, but your favorite character can't do that." Like that's like, mm -hmm. yeah. I I don't know. I don't know that I'd want the health draining to come back, but I would like, you know, like you hit the shine spark and like the two little Samuses burst out at the side or whatever, mm -hmm. and like it's a very short burst, but it's like very damaging. I, I could be wrong, but I, I don't know that that's ever come back, has it? Like, I feel like now, like when you shine spark, you just kind of hit something, right? And it's like you just cannonball them, but they, they don't right. really have that, that kind of cool, like, 
I don't know what you'd even call it, like the clone thing that that spreads off to the side. Yeah, like the um the after images or whatever. Yeah, it was super cool. Like, and just that's one of my favorite. Like, that's one of my favorite. Like, pieces of art is just of her, and there's like eight different copies behind her. Like, oh it's, it's awesome. yeah, the yellow. Yeah, it looks so good. So the yes. the original question, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of be a, a goober here and say I don't remember. I, I honestly I don't remember how I first discovered the Shine Spark because I played Super Metroid in like 1999, so I would have been 11. So I don't I can't I can't imagine that I found it myself. I just, I, I don't think so. But I don't remember specifically finding out how to do. I bet you I bet you it was this when I was when I was of that age. I was on the message boards of GameFAQs, GameFAQs.com. I was a big fan of the the poll of the day, actually. I used to go to, like, the the character contest all the time. I was really chapped when Samus uh, lost to Mario that one year. Um, But I bet you it was probably there that that somebody said, like, you could shine spark. Um, It it might have been Metro Database. I don't know. But... I feel like I feel like I definitely did not find it by myself, but I I don't have an answer for you. I'm sorry, but uh, I, it was probably one of those spaces. So sorry, Game Arm. Um, okay, here we we got a couple good ones here from uh, our buddy Minneapolis King. Uh, so I'll get I'll get going with the first one. What's something you would take from another Metroid game and put into Super to make it better for you? I know lots of people say the slide, of course. Personally, I like a heavy Samus. I'd replace the floaty Samus. With the fusion Sam Sweet. Well, I hate that. I don't like that. No. No. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so, I, like, I don't know if you feel this way because you've only kind of played Dread the one time. But if if there was a slide, that would be so awesome. But you really would have to, like, rework how Super Metroid was yeah. designed in order to do that. But, man, it's it would be very, very tough to go back to playing a new 2d metroid game ever without the slide i think i really think that i um went back and played i think super after i played dread and it's it was it's so jarring just just it's because mm-hmm. you i like i said i've only played dread the one time but i just got so used to that slide it's so useful it's just it's it's just so second nature yeah, yeah. absolutely but you're right they would absolutely have to rework like so many of like not not just the puzzles, but a lot of just like the the map in super yeah. like, compensation side, like like entire areas. I I think would mm-hmm. have to be like completely yeah. redone. Um, mm-hmm. So in the interest of of not, let's go with a different item. Maybe I I have two items in mind actually. So one we we talked about already. I would I would replace the the space jump with like any other version of the space jump. Except mm-hmm. for Metro Prime 2's version of the Space Jump. I would not put, I would not include that. But I would include any other 2D version of the Space Jump. But I actually, I think if I could replace anything, it would be... Like, you know in Metroid Fusion, when you get uh, super missiles, they just, like, replace your regular missiles? That would be yeah. it, I think, just for me. Of having those, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Instead of having to select... Which is which is like kind of it's kind of unfair because like the you know Super Metroid is kind of like a, a product of its time, but you know it it would be so nice to just like not have to select a bunch of times because like there are some times like if you're fighting Ridley or like if you're if you're trying to speed run or something like that and like you got to switch on the fly between Super and like regular missiles, it can be a little bit cumbersome rather than just like maybe holding down R or something like that. So, and then, because you got to press select, like, a couple times. It's not just, like, one button press. So, I, I would suggest that maybe I would take that from, like, Fusion in particular and do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Any, anything else? Or do you want to move on to his next question? Yeah. Let's go with the next question because I think I agree with you with both of those points. All right. I'm curious to see if we're going to agree on this, Lilith. We've been pretty good so far. We have the same favorite Zelda. We have the same favorite Metroid. This might be a, a turning point here, though. We'll see. Do you wish Super Metroid had more dialogue? Maybe not like Adam and Metroid Fusion or Metroid Dread, but moments of reflection like in Fusion to better portray her intentions and thoughts of exploring Zebus again. What you think? That's tough. I think... Oh man, that's really tough. I think a lot... 
a lot. I mean, because we, you know, we got you got the whole opening sequence at the beginning of Super, so that gives you a little bit of dialogue. I mean, it would be neat to have a couple more scenes like that, you know, sprinkled in throughout the game. But I mean, I'm not. I don't know. I. I am in the I don't want it to be remade camp. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I so I, I kind of feel like a same sense of conflict that you do. Um, because, because like, like I said, Super Metroid was my first Metroid and then I played the first one and then I played Metroid 2. So by the time, and then I played Metroid Prime and then by the, so by the time I got to Metroid Fusion, I was like, man, Samus is like talking a lot, like way, like way too much. Um, <laughs> so yeah. like, I, I don't mind those, those like moments where she's on the elevator and she has like the dialogue coming through. I think like. I think that's actually fine. I just don't really like what they did with it in Fusion because, like, they they started going with like the whole Adam subplot and like I don't know if you know this about me, but I I'm like not a fan of Adam at all. Uh, so like I I but I guess like if it was Super Metroid and she's on an elevator and she's going down from from like Brinstar to Norfair and mm-hmm. there was a couple things of dialogue that talked about like her hunt for the baby and like the, I, I I could be down with that I guess, yeah, but it's certainly. I- Certainly nothing like the Adam conversations. That that would no bueno on that. No way. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you completely, hundred percent on that. Um, the whole Adam. It took me years and years and years and years to warm up. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw I, it I warmed up. <laughs> You're like, I'm not there yet. I'm still ice cold. So <laughs> no, I've heard Adam's a nice guy once you get to know him, but it's been twenty years. I'm still getting to know him. So, all right. This is the last question. Um, it's Minneapolis King. Thank you for all your awesome questions, Ryan. If you could have the baby show up or have evidence of it being on Zebus in Super Metroid, more than just the broken tube after Ridley and the encounter in Turian, where and what would you like? I think having more and more enemies in Dread or in... Let me try this again. I think having more and more enemies dead in husks around Zebus show up after each boss would be cool. Kind of similar to how Fusion, where there's evidence of the SAX running around, but you don't actually see it. Uh, I think husks would be a... I don't know, actually. Because, like, I kind of like the suspense of, like, is the Super Metroid alive? Is it not? Like, what happened to the baby? Um, I, I'm not sure. That's a that's a, it's a great question. I I just don't like husks. I guess like since you said it is is probably the evidence that you're looking for. But I don't know like other than just like husks of bosses. Like what kind of that evidence would be? Because it's not like there's a lot of like different environ. I I don't know. I guess my my answer is like your idea sounds cool. I'd have to think on it a little bit to see if there is. Like I actually I I personally think that it's great what they did and like. If anything, I would have said instead of maybe seeing some more evidence of the baby, you could see some more evidence of like the initial conflict of of, of Zebus because like you, you see that in when you start the game in Criteria yeah. and it's like so awesome, but you don't you don't really see a whole lot of that for the rest of the game. So maybe that's my answer, which is kind of a non-answer. Sorry. I think it would be cool if they did remake Super for them to kind of just do some like subtle background, um, like I guess stuff or design or whatever with like i don't know like scuffles of like i don't know the baby attacking somebody or something or they they like it got loose i don't know i don't know you don't even know if that makes sense but like just like stuff like in certain rooms things are like knocked over or like Mm -hmm. a mess or and there or there's a dead space pirate in the background kind of thing like they have like the scientists on the on the on on saris um something like that i think maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if we're, if we're answering your question. You know what? I think, actually, um, this is, like, a different game entirely, but I think, like, Metroid Samus Returns did a lot to make the baby Metroid, like, more of, like, a character because you, you got to have the baby with you on your journey. I, I thought that that, like, actually, like, really retroactively made that relationship in Super Metroid even better. Like I, I really like yeah. Samus Returns for that. I have I have a lot of time yeah. for that. I when I played first played Samus Returns, I remember that like whole ending sequence. I just oh. like that was it almost brought like that game to like the top for me because I'm like this is yeah. just so nostalgic and I've never even played this game before. Like oh my gosh. Like I, I, I like, thought it uh, was yeah. so smart. Like that that was such a smart decision because like it gets that character over a little bit more. It, it like I said it, it retroactively makes Super Metroid 
Even Metroid Other M to an extent a little bit better because you understand that relationship a little bit more. It so. makes it like it just I remember like posting somewhere I'm like I, I guess I can't ever play Super Metroid again because <laughs> the baby's gonna die and it's gonna be all my fault. <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you something. So my co-host on the Zelda cast, Allison, I made her play Super Metroid last year. She finished it. She's like, Why didn't you tell me? I was like, Tell you what? Because. Yeah, I was like, Tell you what? She's like the baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that I remember that oh, my parents were the first people to play this, and they, they my parents were the ones that introduced me to Super, and they played it together first before like we played the three of us, and they I remember them talking about that whole that whole fight sequence, and my mom just like sobbing oh. like I like yeah Th- that so I agree that's the that. kind of like quote-unquote dialogue like, like non-dialogue like action dialogue yeah. i like metroid telling personally um okay last question on discord then we'll go over to twitter um this is from i'm sorry if i butcher your name uh Syriacus. in your episode definitively ranking metroid fusion you were both vocal about the game needing a remake which i agree with do you think super could benefit from a remake as well so i want to take this one first if you don't mind so the question the question is, could Super Metroid benefit from a remake? Which I think the obvious answer is yes. It probably could, because then you get updated visuals, you get quality of life improvements like we were talking about with the missiles, you get updated gra- like uh, the sound, you, you probably get the slide, you probably get extra content. It, pro- it definitely could benefit from a remake, but the real question is, like, does it need a remake? And I think that, I think that we're probably on the same page with this. We're like, not really, right? There, There's a reason that a lot of SNES games, like A Link to the Past, like Super Metroid, like Super Mario World, don't get, like, full-blown remakes because they're just, like, frankly, perfect the way that they are. Like, they're, they're so timeless. I'm like, yes, there's always things you can improve with new technology and after the fact, but, like, I, yeah, I don't think it needs a remake, actually, at all. I would even say remake zero mission before again before you remake super metroid but like clearly fusion is the one that needs a remake i I don't know if you feel the same way um fusion also has a special place in my heart too um that was i think that was the first metroid game i played by myself because i grew up playing them with my dad and Mm -hmm. my mom um but yeah i think fusion would benefit from a remake for sure and i think i would enjoy it in the style of Samus Returns, like, you know, they initially had wanted to do. Yes. Um, but no, yeah, I agree. I just don't touch Super Metroid. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be upset if they, if they remade Super Metroid. Like, it's, you know, like, I, because it would benefit, but like, is that what we need? Like, really? Like, I think what we really want is for them to keep making the game available on, like, yeah. stuff like the Switch and stuff like that so that people can, like, Go back and play Super Metroid right. if they want to. Right, I agree. Uh, making making the older games available and just so readily readily available for people that you know don't haven't had access to them or that Dread was their first game. You know, they're like, "Oh, Metroid's really cool. I'd like to go back and play this." Yeah. Meanwhile, the eShop's going down next in a couple of months, and you know what? It's it's basically already down. Actually, I was. Uh... I was trying to get my my Zelda Dungeon staff to buy some Zelda games before like it shut down, and it's up, but it's not really up because you can like you can only spend points if you already have them. I I believe that you can't purchase things with credit card anymore. I could be wrong, but that's what I, somebody I told me. I did just get um, Oracle of Seasons. Okay, well then, okay, well then I'm wrong, and that's good. So yeah, I just bought that like last week or the week before, so I think you might still be able to use card. Okay, well, hell yeah. So, it, it, but it yeah. shuts down soon. So if you're yeah, if you're missing some Metroid games or Zelda games, yeah, yeah, hit it up. Yeah. Um, okay, let's rock and roll over to Twitter where we got uh, some questions to answer as well. So we just kind of answered this one from Met, from Metroid Theorist has basically asked us the same thing. Do you think there should be a Super Metroid remake? We basically just asked that, so we'll just uh, we'll just skip past that one. Um, Rob asked us. What was your reaction when seeing the deceased soldier for the first time? And what personal theories did you come up with about him and why he was there? So for context, this is the guy that's kind of draped over. He's like bleeding right outside of uh, Kraid's like boss fight. So 
you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool and creepy shot actually of like this soldier that's just he ain't breathing anymore. So I don't know. I, you know, I never really, uh, I guess I didn't notice it when I was a kid. And like, since then I never just, I don't know. I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. It's like someone, um, in, in the planet Zebes. I actually think like some of this stuff could have been like, um, going back to Ryan's question earlier, um, like evidence of the baby in just like the previous conflict. I think like more of this would have actually been cool and like made the world a little bit livelier. I don't know. I guess I never really thought about where this dude came from, but he met, he met a terrible fate, didn't he? Right. Yeah. It's never explained like who this guy is, like where, like, why are you here? Where did you come from? Like, and it's like super creepy because you know, like on the other side of that door, there's going to be something crazy. And it's, it, it just gives you this feeling of dread. And I, one of my favorite art, pie art pieces out there is of, you know, the little, little things that are eating his body. Um, Ooh. yeah. Um, it's, it's, it freaked me out as a kid because I'm just like, that is a dead body. That is not good. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you don't really have anything that's like super like in your face about that. I mean, you've got all the dead scientists, I guess. <laughs> well, that, that is true. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, we need like Metroid Rogue One or something like that. Like, to, yeah. where did this dude come from? How did he get there? We <laughs> need his backstory. That's what we need. He, he's also by himself, and he made it pretty far yeah. into Brinstar. So I mean, that's kind of impressive, right? Like, like maybe it's just like some random guy, like some random spacefarer that's like, oh, this planet looks interesting, and that's how far he got, and that's really depressing and sad. But I mean, man, you, made know, it far. you know, it would be badass. Imagine this. Imagine Metroid Prime Four if it takes place in between, you know, Metroid One and Metroid Two. Imagine they just get to Brinstar somehow, and they show this. This valiant fighter, and he's going down. He's drawing his last breath. It's like Metroid Prime Federation Force Two, except good. That could, that could be something. That could be cool. Yeah, I could get with that. Show, show the origin of this poor bloke. Who is he? Where did he come from? But he has a family. Yeah. Um, okay. Great question. Um, and yeah, rest in peace to to our man. I actually I played a. The name is escaping me of which ROM hack it was, but I played a, a Super Metroid ROM hack. And this dude showed up and he was like, he was dead and it scared the heck out of me. Cause like, it was like one of those like flash scenes and it, like, he was there and I was just like, ah, so yeah. Rest in peace, my man. Um, this is a, this is a great question. Sorry. I'm sorry. Real quick. Um, real quick aside, the, the Federation troopers from echoes really like reminded me of the, the guy. Kind there. of. Yeah. 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 That, like that. He gave me the same kind of vibes. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, he's back. But yeah. Anyway. So. Dak has been uh, a long proponent that they should, in fact, do a Federation Force style game with like those guys specifically. I think that, that would be, be actually kind of cool. By the way, that would be cool. if you're listening to this episode, we did. You have to go back to OmegaMetro.com and dig in the vaults. But like we did a, a how to make a cool Federation Force game episode, and I think that, that game would have been like awesome. We were talking like four-player co-op where like you could instantly switch between all the marines like that that could, there's potential in this federation force stuff if they you know just got rid of that that chibi nonsense um yeah all right this is uh I, this is a great question this is from hiba um and i'll let you go first lilith if someone namely the younger generation was struggling to get into super metroid what advice would you give them to make their experience more enjoyable You should um, go to OmegaMetroid.com Super Metroid walkthrough. That, my right. friends, is what will make it more enjoyable. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, you, 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 <laughs> you need help. Like, yeah, yeah. Grow. I, I was a kid. I was a small kid playing Super Metroid for the first time. I can't even imagine, you know, being a kid now and trying to get into it, or being younger, or it being like my first time playing it. Like, there, because there's not really any sense of direction at all. Like, no, you just gotta. Yeah figure out and like i said i had like that guide and that's the only reason i like i knew where i had to go um so yeah no andy's absolutely right you need help go look at the guide go look at the walkthrough because i mean that's what helped me so, so I, I mean i would say this like i think that bomb every wall sorry yeah <laughs> yeah bomb everywhere that'll help you it actually will help you like um, literally that's, that's... You have to go in with like the right mentality, right? Like, like when I played Super Metroid for the first time as as a as a young kid, 
I think I, I was like 20 hours in my first playthrough and I got like 50% of the items, which seems like outrageous now because you, know, you play it enough times, you get pretty good at it. But yeah. like you have to go in with like kind of that expectation. And I would say like if you're playing Breath of the Wild, if you're playing Elden Ring, if you're playing like Horizon Zero Dawn, like those big open world games, like part of the joy of those games is like getting lost and seeing what you find. And like, I would say it's probably the same thing about Super Metroid as well, yeah. where like part of the joy is like just experiencing that world. And I think that Super Metroid is like quite good about rewarding you. Even if you go to like the wrong spot, like you can usually get like a missile expansion or like something to make your, your trek worth it. Um, I would say advice that I would give people is you can dash because the game is not very good at telling you that you can dash, particularly over <laughs> the the bridge that we all know what I'm talking about. Um, and yeah, just uh, get yourself yeah. a map, you know, that's all I need. Get a map, um, hold down the dash button, bomb yeah. everything you can, and don't be afraid to get lost. It's okay. Yeah. Like, that, even it's if part you of the fun. Find- yeah, even if you don't find an upgrade, you will find, like, oh, I need to come back here later, like, and that's cool, like, and you will remember that, like, there's this, like, weird thing that I can't get past, and later on when you find the thing that you need to get through that, like, it's very, very satisfying. Uh, I, I completely agree, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the more you explore, the more you get lost, the more that you'll probably pick up in terms of upgrades or anything like that, and then the easier time you're going to have when it comes time to, like, take on Ridley or take on Dragon or whatever. So yeah, but OmegaMetro.com, if you really suck, has uh, has guides, maps, everything like that. So check that out. Um, let's keep it moving. Oh, here we go. This is from a Twitter user named 100%. Oh, and boy. this, uh, let's, let's just get this one out of the way. Is Metroid a guy or a robot? Yes. Yes. All right, let's go to our next question. This is from Dragon Soul. This is actually an awesome question. So is that, but uh, I like your answer of yes. You're you're gonna fit in well here, Lil. <laughs> um, this is from Dragon Soul. Would you like to see Super Metroid's mix and match beam con- combinations return in future titles, perhaps even in the Prime series? Oh my gosh, yes, please. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be sweet. That's I think like... like particularly in the Prime series, actually. I think like, like I think that'd I, be awesome. I yeah. I they tried to kind of mess with it and like corruption and it wasn't it didn't quite get there. And I, I remember that was like my biggest issue with the Prime series because I went from super to, you know, fusion and then prime. I am just like where where's like I, I, I want the beams to be I, I loved the mm. customization of it. Like it was just it it gave me like this superficial feeling of control. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was cool. Like, I, it didn't tell me you're going to be using this beam from now on. It's like, oh, I can go back to that and I can stack this with that. And it looks this way. And it's it's fun. I, I mean, I would say, I don't know how you feel about this, but like, I feel like, um, like, I feel like in, in, in Metroid Prime, like when you, you know, when you get like the extra, like the, the beam weapons, like the, the sunburst and like the ice blast or whatever they are, most of them aren't really like that useful. Right. But, like, I, I think, like, if I were making Metroid Prime 4, and, like, I, I'm kind of one of those guys that's, like, it's not a traditional first-person shooter, it's a first-person adventure, right? Like, that that's kind of me. So, saying that, I would go a little bit classic first-person shooter and say, like, maybe, like, you can find upgrades in the world. And, like, let's make them optional. Like, not, not like, part of the main story, but, like, akin to the Sunburst or akin to, you know, all that stuff. And you could it could be like a sub weapon or something like that. So let's say you have the the wave beam equipped. You could find like the I don't know the ice beam augmentation. So like you can you can have a different effect when you equip like your ice beam quote unquote sub weapon that makes your wave beam like super cool or, or do something different or like a wavy ice beam. And then like if you go over to your plasma beam, it like it does something with that too. And like different combinations. And maybe there's one that like has two sub weapons. It's like three beams. It's like a really rocking kind of beam. And like that's the kind of rewarding thing that, like, if you're exploring the world, that... Because, like, there comes a point in Metroid where it's just, like, you don't really need any more missile expansions. You don't really need any more power bomb expansions, but you're kind of just doing it because you want 100%. It's like, yeah. let's make some of those items, like, cool. Let's make them, like, yeah. really, like, if you if you go and get this and you earn this and, you like, you've explored and you've done all this stuff, like, 
now like now like your beam rocks like it's it's got like four things that are like ready to make this like i don't know a wormhole appear or something like that like it like something cool like that i think could be totally awesome and i think i would do that i I, like i feel like it makes sense specifically in the prime games because i like i mean metro dread pretty much like did that essentially where like the beams kind of just they essentially replace one another and like kind of the same thing in fusion kind of the same thing in zero mission so it's like you don't really you like you get a progression but it's not like a cool kind of customization a little bit so mm-hmm. yeah i i think that would be awesome i would also while i'm on my high horse here i would also put more than four beams into metroid prime 4 have you ever played axiom verge lilith yes i have you know how they have like all those beams they got like the cool wheel going on yep. what what is stopping us in the year of our Lord, 2023, from doing that with Metroid Prime 4. I, you know, 100%. Like, Nintendo, hire Tom. Like, he will. Like, oh, can you imagine? That would be so awesome. Get this. So sick. Oh, that would be so good. Um, I, I, I love Axiom Verge. I haven't had a chance to play the second one yet, but um, I love Axiom Verge. Um, it's 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 beautiful. It's one of my favorite games. I, I think it might be my favorite, like non-metroid non-castlevania castlevania or metroidvania <laughs> game yeah, uh, i, I, I really heard. actually I, you know what? i can't say that because ori and the blind forest exists but it, it's right behind ori i need to finish ori i have not finished that i've got like i think halfway through got that that like that like the the that the sequence with the water and the tree i'm just like i am literally escaping zebus right now what is going on anyway like that's that's something i would love to see in Super Metroid, by the way, that kind of like intensity, that kind of that kind of intense escape sequence, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Um, okay, let's keep it rocking here. We're gonna go to a question from Harky Man, and they ask, "What additional story beats or narrative tweaks, if any, would you like to see in a Super Metroid remake?" I I've got an answer, but you go ahead. Uh, uh hmm. It's kind of hard because, like, it's it's such a like perfect game, right? I'd like to. I don't know. Like, maybe get like, maybe like if before the game started, you had like a little bit of like a a cutscene of what she's. I don't know. Like, the, like the little bit of relaxation that she's done. I don't know. That doesn't really make sense. But just just a little bit of some fluff, some kind of happy fluff before all of the drama starts. I don't know. I, I've I mean, got I've got a cool answer. Are you ready for this? And I, I I've had time to think about this, so this isn't fair. I've, I answered this like a year ago on the show. You were ready to go. I'm just like I was oh. ready. I saw this and I was like, it's time to bring this idea back. But what if? Okay, so let me preface this. Actually, what if? You know how in like Zero Mission, there's like the the Chozodia part at the end, and like the Zero Mission part where like you're in your suit. It's like extra content. And then in Samus Returns, basically the whole game is, like, extra content. But, like, there's the part after the game where you have, like, the baby Metroid with you. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that if Super Metroid ever got remade, it would follow that pattern and expand and add, like, some some content like that. Yeah. What if... What if there were two additional pieces of content? Uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to really pitch you something here. So the first piece of content, the extra expanded content happens before super metroid starts and let's just say that you like you're playing as samus and your and your goal is to like deliver the the metroid to the sarah space station i think that mm-hmm. could be that could be all right and then you and then you leave and then you're doing your thing or whatever but what if also before the game started you actually got to play as ridley and your mission you're playing as ridley okay and you're going into the sarah space station you're fighting scientists you're fighting security Maybe that poor dude in, in Bridstar was captured by Ridley. I don't know. But you're going in there. You've, you're you're stealing the baby Metroid. You're, you have to fight a boss battle against like the the security drone guarding this this poor baby. And then when you get out, you actually have to fight Samus. And then it's like maybe this is like separate from like the main game itself. Like it's all, like, like it's almost like DLC or something like that. But then you could experience the fight from like both sides, which I think would be like really cool. So I would love to do that. I don't know. I guess, like, let's find out where that, that dude came from. Additional story tweaks, I, I would just say, like, add more references to the initial attack on Zebes yeah. in Zero Mission. That was I, like the, I, like, I like the idea of um, 
of the before stuff and you know getting delivering the baby metroid i do that is a very interesting interesting idea the whole ridley thing i like i've never even thought about that that's <laughs> that, that, that almost be... feels like uh like sacrilege in a way like playing as ridley yeah. you know it's like this is like really bad like like it's like it, it would it would almost be like um I remember the first time I ever played Super Mario RPG and I was playing as Bowser and I was like, this ain't right. This is not right. Because I, I don't think I ever played Mario Kart, so I never played as Bowser. And I was just like, this guy, he tried to kill me in his clown car and I haven't forgotten, but now I'm supposed to be teaming with him? What is this? Yeah, yeah. I, I it, yeah. It. <laughs> what, do, what do you think of this prediction, by the way? This is completely off topic, but I, I am like pretty steadfast that we, we are going to be if Silex appears in Metroid Prime 4, like a lot of people think he is, I'm pretty convinced we're going to be playing as Silex. I, I'm very yeah. convinced. Yeah, I would probably have to agree with you on that. Um, yeah, gosh, you know, it's it's super it's super unfortunate that I've I say it right now I've never played Hunters. Wow. I've never yeah no I've never played Hunters. I've okay I've played. That's not entirely true. I've played like a little bit of it and then my stuff was stolen from me and so oh. I never got to play it again. And I downloaded it onto I think what was it, the Wii U maybe? Or a different console. And yeah, it's just Wii I don't, U. yeah. I don't like the way that it, it it's just weird. It's just it's it's not it, it it the way it plays is weird. So I don't have like a so I don't have like a connection to Silux like everyone else does. I'm just like I know who he is. Mm. I know what he does i know his backstory but it's just like i i feel bad that i don't have this like connection I, to silex <laughs> i mean i wouldn't i i think like if silex is in metro prime 4 like i i think like most people would have no idea who he is so they they're i would assume they're going to be treating him like like a brand new character essentially and like maybe like those who know kind of know but like they like he's going to be like presented as a brand new character because i think like yeah. Most people playing are just like, who the heck is Silex? Like, even if they did play Metroid Prime Hunters, like he's one of six in that game, so it's right. just kind of like, which which one is Silex again? And uh, yeah, I, I'm actually I'm kind of with you. I, I've kind of I like the idea of Hunters, but like, like even with like Phantom Hourglass and and Spirit Tracks, like the DS Zelda games, I just like the the way they control is like it's it's not I'm, it's not for me. No. It hurts your hands, like holding the DS. You got to hold it at like an angle so you can like you can have your stylus yeah. on there. I tried uh, using button controls for hunters, and I just there was no bueno. No, it's not good. Um, and then you know he's tied into Federation Force too, apparently. Like which yes. I know next to nothing about other than that. Um, and that that is the single biggest takeaway from that game is that he steals a baby Metroid egg. Like, why would you do this to me? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like. Well, let me save you some trouble. Just Google the cutscene. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you don't need to play Federation Force. Yeah, I will not play that game. I'm not going to... I only have so many hours in my life. <laughs> uh, okay, here here we go. This is uh, this is a question, all right. This is from our pal Chunky Beef Bombs. Nice. And they ask, If you had to eat a steak that was butchered from any of the creatures on planet Zebus, what would it be and why? Well, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe mm. like, uh, what, what's like a good animal on that planet? Definitely not a space pirate. I would have to, God, I can't remember the name of the, the creature. The, 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 the seahorses, the fire seahorses. That. Oh, uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know the name either. One of I, those guys. Yeah, that would be like a really like delicacy seafood like slice so you can make some really nice it wouldn't be steak i guess it'd be closer to sushi yeah i but, i had an answer but i felt so heartless even saying it i don't even think i well I, I, I guess i have to now i was my initial immediately my immediate thought was like you know that poor turtle in meridia that like helps you <laughs> helps you go up that like you don't save when the planet is destroyed even though he's these or she, I guess, has like all these baby turtles. That's what I would change if, by the way, in Super Metroid, I'd change the narrative to save all the animals. Oh my god! Yeah, those turtles. Yeah, no, that was sad. I was, I was upset about that. I was a kid. I was like, where, 
where are the turtles and where's the turtle family like why why do they not get to come <laughs> that is sad that is very sad i don't know i probably eat like a crocomire steak or something it's probably pretty good Maybe seems a like a time. seems like a tasty guy i don't know um okay let's move on we got a whole gambit of questions here from uh from our man big griffin only aka the cursed hunter aka the great staff raider at omegametroid.com so Let's uh, let's get it going here, and I think this will actually finish us off because uh, he's got a whole bunch of questions here. So, part one: several bosses from Super Metroid share the same theme song, Spore Song and Bot Wound, Kraid and Fantoon, and Dragon and Ridley. If there was a Super Metroid remake, would each boss get their own unique song, and what would it be like? Well, we need Duminal here first of all to answer what it would be like because he he's the music scientist, not I. Uh, I, I don't, are you musically inclined at all? Um, a little bit. I mean, I don't. I, 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 I sort of. I, I like. Know, the, I know what I like. I know what I don't like. like. I know what I like. I can play some instruments. I know how to sing. Um, okay. Um, I think I really do like the 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 boss, the whole the mini boss theme. That's one of my favorite tracks from super metroid so i wouldn't want them to take that out but i really would appreciate mm -hmm. a little more customization in like the boss musics that would be really neat just having them maybe be it could be maybe it could be that same like underlying motif of the you know the mini boss song with like different i don't know different um different stuff on top of it for different bosses so spore spawn would have something more uh, earthy and crocomyra would have something more lava-y because you know mm -hmm. that makes sense um but yeah um maybe i would say I, I would say i think like the the big four should yeah definitely have their own and like ridley's theme ridley's theme wasn't really ridley's theme at that at that time right like it, it was just kind of like a theme so like that's definitely Ridley's theme now. So like yeah, he he would have like obviously his own remix of that. Dragon would need something new, and I think you want to give Fantoon something new as well, just to be yeah. like a little bit creepy, a little bit ghostly. Like that'd be cool. You know what? I I would actually, I don't know if I'm gonna get any flack for this. I would be cool if they like remix the other M Fantoon theme song and did that because like yeah. I I think that theme song was pretty good. That's um, one of my favorite parts of that game. Yeah. Um, like I, yeah. I think like Kraid definitely should have like a rockin' version of the the classic Kraid theme, like the Brinstar Depths from Smash Bros. That was such a miss for Metro yeah. Dread. That really yeah. was a right. miss. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I think I'm okay if like Spore Spawn and uh, and Botwoon share the same like mini boss theme to just like yeah. kind of let you know like this is a mini boss. You know, right. it, you're you're gonna be challenged, but it's not like that much. I can't even remember what theme the Chorizo fights have. Um, but the Terizo could probably have its own theme again. Like that, I feel like that's fine. And then, man, I can't remember what theme Crocomire has either. Actually, off the top of my head, I think it's the same. It's Crade, right? Is it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Crade's. All right, fact fact check us, listeners, if we're wrong. But yeah, I I think I think you could also give him like the like the generic like right. mini boss theme as well. Um, so yeah, like I I think that. I think that clearly, like, if if this game were to ever get remade, which again we're not saying that it should, but I I, I think definitely like Kraid, Fantoon, Dragon, Ridley would have their own themes for sure. Yeah. I don't know what Dragons would be though. He's kind of like the one that's doesn't really have like a lot of other stuff or like history to draw on, which is too bad because I I was sure that he was going to show up in Metroid Dread because there's that like silhouette that they found super bummed about that i was like what no oh I, I remember like it's between that and then the 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 cameo in crime that was i i i need more dragon i, I like i would love for dragon to come back and like i think it'd be so cool like you know you get the, i i think if he came back in a game ever like especially a 2d game you could have like all like the the grapple beam stuff and like you could actually like incorporate it into how the the boss battle goes instead of it kind of being a way to cheese him i i think that would be great that's a that's a hell of a battle if you don't use a grapple beam by the way that's a tough battle yeah i um i think it'd be really cool to see that from a first person perspective like the cheese 
Yeah, yeah. Like, that'd be like insane. I, I would um, dig that. I would dig that. Yeah. Um, okay, we already answered this question. Uh, his second question is, how do you feel about Super Metroid's physics? A lot of people want to know about the physics. I, I guess it's like, uh, I don't know. It's really. like the writing pressure. I Yeah, I guess. I just like, I don't know. I, I think like when you play Super Metroid, like it just, it feels so good. Like, it, like everything feels good. Like you can twist as you move. Shoot off into the atmosphere. Like it's just, yeah. it's, it's my favorite. Like I, I love it. And I think it's either a love it or you hate it kind of thing, um, which is. I guess I, I'm. I guess I'm not surprised to see so many people like kind of question that because it is a dividing factor. Like, but yeah, I like to me. I'm just like God. Metroid Fusion feels heavy. Why is why is this game so heavy? You know, like I feel like gravity's pressing down on you in that game. So, I guess that shows uh, where we stand. Um, part three of Big Griff's questions. Would you ever attempt a reverse boss order run of Super Metroid? Why or why not? Well, I never would because I'm not good enough to do it. First of all, like you have to, well, like you have to be like a crazy speedrunner in order to yeah. do. I can't remember what the optimal route is now, but it, it's something like Fantoon, Ridley, Craid, uh, Dragon, or like, like something like that. Um,. And for a long time, like, it was done in order, but, like, speedrunners kind of broke through that. But, like, you, you have to be, like, really, really good at Super Metroid to do that. And I, I think I'm pretty good at Super Metroid. I can do, like, some stuff, like, some stuff, but not that stuff. Like, I, I can't do, like, the... Have you ever tried to do, like, the uh, the short charge Shine Spark? I can't do that. Not, not in Super Metroid. No, I can't do that. There, no. There's... No. I, I don't even know if I can describe it properly, but, like, so... You have to press forward and A at, like, the exact same time. But, like, you have to do it, like, four or five times in quick succession. And if you do that, you can charge up your Shine Spark in, like, a very small amount of space. Like, very small. I think I did it once ever. Probably by accident. And I used it to Shine Spark over, like, the the part right before the wrecked ship. Like, in, in Criteria, mm -hmm. where, like, there's a pool of water. And yeah. I And I Shine Sparked over that. And that was it. That's the only time I've ever done it. But you have to be able to do that in, like, Norfair, like, right before you get to Ridley, and then somehow, like, shoot up to do that. And that would have to be the first thing that you do. So, like... No, but no, no I'm not. I can't. I am... Speedrunners are of a different breed. I am not. I it, It's I like can't. you're watching The Matrix, and, like, the yeah, kid is bending like, the spoon, I, and it's like... Huh? Are you seeing a different reality than I am right now? Like, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> you know what you should do, Lilith, is uh, if you ever got some spare time, you should watch our Twilight Princess run at the Zelda Ninja Marathon. Because people there do outrageous things. It's just like, it's like they, they go into the game's code and they're like neoing yeah. it and like shifting it. And like, all of a sudden, like, like I take 12 hours to finish Twilight Princess. And some people beat it in like five hours. And it's like... Huh? That's crazy. Uh, like, I yeah, no. Yeah. I, like I can I know how to do like goofy little gimmick stuff. I can't do that. I can like jump backwards off of something. Like I can't I can't <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can you jump know, off of the wall and do a special place like <laughs> Sometimes, but not every time, but sometimes I can get the quick kill on Kraid. So I mean yeah. you know. Look at me go. That's uh that's about the extent of my uh actually you know what? I can skip Spore Spawn too. I can I can do that, but after that, no, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, it's crazy. I couldn't even fathom fighting like Ridley at the beginning of the game with minimal. Like you got to figure at that point, you have like maybe like three energy tanks, a couple, if any, super missiles, a couple missiles. I yeah, I don't think so. So to answer your question, no, never tried that and would not try it because. I'm not that good. Um, Zero Griff's... out of ten would never try. <laughs> yeah. All right. Griff's next question. I'll let you take this one. This is a great question. What is your favorite power-up from Super Metroid? Favorite power-up from Super Metroid? Um, huh. It's probably a tie between the grapple and the x-ray visor. X-ray, okay. The X-ray visor. Elaborate. Um, I liked the X-ray visor because I didn't have to bomb every single one anymore. 
Well, well, I guess that um, makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, me, I, I, I like looking for secrets. That's like one of my biggest things to do. And every anybody that knows me and has ever watched me play a video game knows anything I ever play. I always look for like super extra special secrets and stuff like that. And I think I have to attribute that to getting the X-ray visor and super just because I am always expecting there to be something hidden behind a wall somewhere or hidden, you know, behind something or underneath something. And I, I love the X-ray visor and I like how they implemented it in, into prime. I thought that was really, really fun. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I would agree with that. One thing I do like about the X-Ray Visor is that, at least, like, in, in other games that doesn't have it, I find that I expend, like, a lot of power bombs, like, basically doing what the X-Ray Visor did, which is, like, looking for clues and secrets like that. So, those could be, like, kind of a, a valuable resource in some Metroid games, uh, especially when you first get them. So, like, I, I do I do shout out the X-Ray Visor for that. I, I mean, like, I have a I have an answer, but it, it's, like, it's... Who who doesn't love this attack? But it's it, the screw attack. Like it's yeah, it's so my other... yeah I was gonna uh, yeah yeah which is like it's kind of a lame answer I feel like because it's like the ultimate weapon but like well, you know what I mean like you get the screw attack and like you are god yeah no it's like yeah you got to get out of my way now like, yeah I'm sorry I don't have time for you I don't even have time to shoot you anymore bye <laughs> it, it, like everyone else when you get that screw attack everyone else is a peasant and Samus is the man like it, it does she's going through anybody and anything. And it's so awesome, and it's so empowering, and like, I I love I love that feeling, and I and I feel like it's like rewarding too because I was kind of I was kind of talking about this last week, but like in Metroid Dread and a Metroid Zero Mission and a Metroid Other M, you're you're kind of like your ultimate weapon is the power bombs, which like is is cool, but then like you don't really use them because you get them at the end of the game, so the only way you're really using them is to find like more expansions and more power bombs, where like. With the screw attack, like, you literally use it every time you jump, and it makes clearing out enemies, like, way easier. And it's kind of rewarding, because, like, at this point in the game, you're probably tired of, like, having to stop and fight space pirates or fight whoever, right? So, like, yeah, the screw attack, it's an obvious answer, but uh, I love it. And my second answer, because I say this all the time, the most underrated item in this series is the spring ball. Yes! Oh my gosh, yes! The spring ball is fantastic. I love the spring ball. Oh. Such yeah. a, such an underrated item. Because, like, I, man, it makes it makes bomb jumping easier. It makes it makes everything easier. It makes the game faster. Yes. So, yeah, spring jump. Yeah. I If they ever remade Super Metroid, by the way, I would love for them just to lump the spring ball in with the high jump. That yeah. would be nice. Yeah. Although, we'd have to think of something else for, uh, for our buddy Shaq Tool. To get up to because i do want to have shack tool in a super metroid remake so yeah. yeah okay we got uh we got one more question from griff and this is a doozy I, I don't know i don't really have an answer for this so here we go how do you think mother brain could have survived getting her energy drained by the baby metroid at the end of the game this is why our man big griff is the king of these question episodes because he thinks of stuff that I have never thought of. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, she's part mechanical, maybe? She's got, like, an emergency generator somewhere that gives her more more juice? I think maybe she has something along the lines where Samus has, like, reserve tanks, and because she's so mechanical, she's able to, like, siphon her energy off into different computers or something like that that we can't see off the screen and the room is infinitely bigger off to the sides or something and we don't know about it and that's how she was able to like reboot herself and re-energize the bio part of i don't know i that that sounds about as feasible as anything else to be honest i mean backup generator somewhere maybe maybe that maybe that's it but i i feel like that's that's probably got something to do with it i mean uh Let's not get let's not let facts get in the way of a good story, I guess. But uh, yeah, that that is a good question because I, I don't know. She does she's only out of commission really for a couple minutes, and right. then and then it happens. That like scene. Maybe, maybe there was like a piece of code that they wrote to specifically like counteract that. I don't know something cool like that. Maybe maybe we'll find out more in uh, in a Super Metroid remake if one ever happens. So, yeah, there it is. Okay, well, we have reached the end 
of our Super Metroid questions. Uh, how do you feel, Lilith? This is your first podcast show. Are you feeling, feeling all right? I'm feeling pretty good. All right, all That's right. Fun. Feel like playing Super Metroid now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always feel like playing Super Metroid. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, well, we are, uh, we're going to jam on, out of here, but I want to thank everybody for uh, for asking us questions. I love these episodes. And uh, we're going to do some more of these game-specific question and, and answer episodes. So if you have uh, input on what you would like the next game for us to, to do an episode like this is uh, hit us up over on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod. You can follow us on Twitter too, by the way. I'm at Spateri316. Let's see if I get this right. At Lilith with three L's. Yep. Is that it? That's it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just a reminder, everybody. Next week, we're live streaming. We're live streaming the, the, the ZeldaCast versus Omega Metroid. You can check that out over on the ZeldaCast Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv forward slash the ZeldaCast. So, come and hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I have some shenanigans planned to maybe throw these guys off the scented trail. So make sure that you tune in and uh, and take part in that. It's gonna be a blast. And uh, yeah, but that's uh, like I said, that's gonna be next Sunday at about 12, 12 Mountain Time, which is what two Eastern Time, eleven Pacific Time, one o'clock Central Time. I just gave you every time zone, so like, make sure that you're there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah. We're going to get out of here. Thank you again for everybody for uh, for submitting questions. Uh, check us out over on Twitter. Get us wherever you get your podcast. Like, subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. That would be sweet, sweet, sweet. And make sure to check out OmegaMetroid.com for all of your Metro needs, guides, maps, walkthroughs, news, you name it. We got it. Plus, we have a Patreon that you can check out as well. I'm I'm doing some, uh, some more Metroid ROM hacks this month, and I, I've got some good stuff coming up. So make sure that you check that out. That's it. We are going to get out of here. It was great podcasting with you, Lilith. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. I had fun. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Take care. Have a great day, guys.